Welcome to the QAC Team Podcast, your quality assurance consulting team. Quality is our highest priority for your business with one goal, one direction, success. And now here's your host, Charles Luttrell. Good morning, listeners. My guest today is a Toronto-based Filipino-Canadian cake artist. She has been making mind-bending realistic cake art since 2007. Her cake artistry has won many awards and has been featured in numerous publications. She is best known as the runner-up on season one of Netflix hit show, Is It Cake? Ladies and gentlemen, April Julian. April, good morning. Good morning. How Thanks are you? for having me. Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it Take, for taking the time. So, mm-hmm. so tell us how you got started in the cake artistry. So I have this, uh, I think I was born with this gene called the how hard could it be gene. (laughs) And I saw way back when, when Martha Stewart had a a TV show, she had a cake artist on there, a famous cake artist named Ron Ben Israel. And he was demoing how to make um, a sugar orchid. He's famous for making wedding cakes. So I watched him make this thing and there is that gene kicking in. Oh, I think I can do that. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. I can do that. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, and this was way before, you know, there were YouTube tutorials and in, even before Instagram existed, you know, with people teaching this stuff online. So I wrote to him, I found his email um, boldly and I <laughs> wrote to him and said, hey, you know, I saw you on Martha Stewart. I'm in Toronto. I know you're in New York City. Like, do you have any suggestions on where I could learn what you do? I think it's amazing. And he wrote me back. He's such a nice man um, and said he loved Toronto and gave me some suggestions on where to learn here. And it was just on from there. I just kind of uh, took a couple classes, looked for other cake artists that I really admired, tried to learn from them. Um, yeah. And that was it. I, I was hooked. That's amazing. <laughs> if anybody listening doesn't know to follow your Instagram page, it, your Instagram is amazing. Oh, yeah, thank you. Just to watch you create these cakes, then you know you have to fast forward and to watch how you do this. Just it's so inspiring to see, you know how oh, how great your art is, and you know watching the show and looking at how do you tell these it's a cake or not it's it's amazing because it's so you know all the contestants were just every one of them were just so good you know for sure yeah everybody else on the show uh were super talented as well and like in terms of fight like sometimes you're guessing like the the times where we had to we were the ones in the hot seat trying to decide what was a cake and what was real a lot of times we were just guessing. <laughs> they were the artists behind those were that good. Yes, like one of my favorites of yours so far is the Big Mac. I looked at um. that over and over and over, and I just had to guess. <laughs> <laughs> sort of eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, it could have been anything. Um, and sometimes it's psychological, right? Because when you're making it, you're, you're thinking like, okay, what's going to make someone think this is? real what's going to make someone think that the decoys are cake you know so sometimes it's a game of choosing the decoy um so for example with the big macs i tried to find real big macs that were really perfect 
right? Because people tend to think, oh, it's really perfect, then that must be a cake. Somebody must have made that. Because when you buy a Big Mac, it doesn't normally look like that, right? I don't think it ever um, does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like it's a, it's you know, you're trying to get into the headspace of how people perceive things, right? So then I'm as I'm making the cake, I'm like, okay, well, why don't I put a little dent over here or make you know the lettuce kind of wilty over here? Because that's what people see when they actually see the real thing, right? Um, true. But then there's reverse psychology, like, well, people will think the one that's really perfect is <laughs> no, you know, so they really start getting <laughs> into a rabbit hole. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you know, I, I think I've, I've told you this, that I, you know, not to take anything away from Andrew, that cake was great. The suitcase cake was great. But I think you won that show. <laughs> Hands down. That sewing okay. machine was awesome. That's and even really the judges funny. said so, right? I mean, it was a hard decision, right? When they talked about that, right? <laughs> it, it really was. I think it was down to the, like, nitty-gritty of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, in all honesty, Andrews was really, really perfect. Like, you could – I had a couple little, you know, nicks and scrapes on there. So I think it was really down to the tiny little um, details. And also, like, foolishly, why the heck did I choose a sewing machine <laughs> to do in 12 hours? That was the dumbest thing. Oh my God, like that would normally take me three days. And I'm like, oh, 12 hours. Okay. That's where my, I think I could do it. I think I can do it. Gene really screws me over. <laughs> and that I was going to ask you, what thought process was that? You know, it said, I'll, I'll do a sewing machine. I think I can pull this off. I don't know. It's, again, it's that Gene. That Gene sometimes screws me big time. Yeah, I just, I don't know. And you know what? Every single time I make a cake, it always takes longer than I think. Always. Uh-huh. Every time I'm like, oh, this will be easy, this will be easy. And it's like, t- it'll take this many hours, like multiply that by three. And then <laughs> that's how much it actually takes. So I should have known and I should have known better. But thank you for saying that. It was a, it was a cool cake to make and it, it, it was sort of like sentimental to me as well. I've always wanted to make it. But uh-huh. I tell you what, like now I have straight up PTSD every time I see an antique sewing machine. <laughs> I was like, oh God. <laughs> You cringe. I'm not doing that cringe, ever again. Cringe, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe one day. Yes, for my birthday, I want you to bake me a sewing machine cake. Oh Lord, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to charge you big time. Big time, right? Oh, that's yeah, gonna yeah. be thousands of dollars new, but yes, it's PTS, and I got paid for therapy, right? Right, exactly. So you have a stress pre charge on that. <laughs> stress pre charge. Yes. Right. Uh, so um, I think I'm interested in tell us a little more about the um, the Filipino inspiration because I know your lumpia cake looked amazing. And, Have you um, had lumpia? Oh, I am a big. I, I love Filipino food. I'm I'm big in yes. Asian cultures. I love Chopal, Turan. Oh my yes. god, lumpia adobo. Oh, it, it's amazing. Oh, you're you're making me hungry. Yeah, that's yes. that's all good stuff for sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like when I was on the show for sure that was my thought and in that particular bake it was the my second bake so it was kind of either you go on to the finale or you're done so like I said on the show if this is going to be the last time I get to have a chance to bake I I this is my only opportunity to sort of talk about my culture and where I'm from um and so I did and I think people appreciated that uh obviously Filipinos um here we're all over the place. So <laughs> back <laughs> yes. home here, Canada in the States, um, you know, message me to say that that was really cool, but also other folks just to say like, that's cool that you're representing and, and trying to put your culture out there, you know, in the mainstream. Um, mm-hmm. So 
yeah, I was, I was proud to do it. I knew it was important. Um, and also my family in the Philippines, when you, <laughs> they saw some of their photos being flashed up and like some, some of them didn't even know I was on the show. So they were like, Oh my God. And now their photos were being, and their friends were messaging them. Like, I just saw you on Netflix. So it was pretty fun to do that. Right. Yeah. I read the article where they, um, the interview Jay, they talked about your, um, you're normalizing and the culture, the Filipino culture, mm-hmm. and you know, the the picture out there with you and your family is just amazing. It's like, it's so awesome. Just mm-hmm. it's like, oh, is that is there fun? I guess you're like maybe five or six. I guess you were. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what picture is up there. Yeah, I mean, like it's um, I that's it. Like you just if you don't. If you if you're not the one, if other people are not putting it into the mainstream, then you have to push it, right? So any opportunity I get, um, yeah. even now when I'm up here on like whatever morning shows or this and that, and I'm asked to do things, I always talk about it. I try to put. The last thing I did, I made um an ube cake. I don't know if you've ever had ube. I have. But yeah, it, it's um, you know, a delicious and bright purple cake. That's kind of sweet and nutty. So very, very synonymous with Filipino desserts. So I always, yeah, it's always in there. I'm always pushing it. Right. Who else is going to do it, right? Oh, absolutely, right? So uh, hollow, hollow. I, I can't get past it. I don't know <laughs> <What>? why. <laughs> you love it. You hate it. It's like kind of like, I don't know what to think of it. What do you mean? Right. It, it's just a love-hate relationship, right? Because parts <laughs> of it are good. But there's so much coming on at Hollow Hollow that I just, it, it's hard for me to eat it. <laughs> so, okay, for people listening who don't know, Hollow Hollow is. Yeah, I was going to add, can you explain yeah. a little bit about everything yeah, that's yeah, in yeah. it, what it is? Cause... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I should make a Hollow Hollow cake. This is true. Oh, I, so um, you beat me too. I was about to say, can you make a uh, Hollow Hollow cake? There you go. Yeah. Inspired so Hollow, by Hollow, me. <laughs> right, right. Hollow Hollow means mix, mix. And that's exactly what it is. It's basically shaved ice. And then you get to decide what kind of toppings you put on that shaved ice. So if it's a bad hollow hollow, that's your fault. <laughs> you ah, it love it. And chose your own like toppings and don't like the toppings. That's on you. I mean, that's not true. If you order it from a restaurant, I mean, obviously they choose the toppings for you. But um, when we make it at home, you know, my mom shaves the ice. She puts out all the toppings and you get to choose. Um, and the toppings range from like ube, jam, um, you can put um, sweet red beans um, on there. I love red beans. Um, you can put like young coconut. It's um, leche flan, which is like that um, sort of custard, um, egg custard, delicious, yummy stuff. Um, and then there's usually like either condensed milk or evaporated milk um, to make it all creamy. And you just mix, mix, hello, hello. Um, and, you know, there's a different flavor profile in every bite because of all the stuff you put in there. So, yeah, I think like if you um, were had a chance to sort of decide what toppings you like and selectively put them in your own hollow hollow, you might like it more. <laughs> See, I did not know that, I, you know, because I've only the most of the times I've ate it from restaurants. They just right. they make it for you. All, everything is in it. Yeah. And you just kind of eat what it is, you know. Yeah. yeah. And most you know, of my I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I would say ahead. most of my Filipino friends when they order it, they get that long spoon and they just start stabbing down and mixing it all together and get a a nice blend. And then they like 
pour it out in portions for everybody. It's like, hey, we just get one of these and everybody takes a bite of it. Ah, so you have no control yeah, <laughs> over see? the situation. I see. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, at a restaurant, they have their own, usually like their own mix that they put in and decide. Um, and but like I said, when I'm at home with my at my mom's house, she just kind of puts everything out and you get to decide. I don't I don't love the um, the chewy like coconut. Um, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's like little jellies. Not a huge fan of those, so I leave those out. Usually mine is pretty much just ube and red bean, maybe a little bit of jackfruit in there. Mm. Um, but I keep it pretty simple. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that's what the part for me was the shaved ice coconut was a good mix, but then you had the beans mixed in that just kind of you don't like the beans. You don't like I, I like I like beans, but I don't know if the beans are meant to be in that. In that dessert for me anyway. you don't like sweet beans you, you don't know. like the sweet beans okay this yeah. is the thing like when you grow up you know this is so here's the interesting thing like another um it's about like what you're kind of used to growing up with right and trying new things and seeing what you like right so for me avocado has always been sweet like oh, okay. it's always been a dessert Mm -hmm. um, it's often with um, like evaporated milk or condensed milk mm -hmm. and you kind of squeeze and it makes sense to me because avocado is a very creamy fruit right and it lends right. itself to like a creaminess and so the first time someone like was like here try this guacamole I was like what why is there like tomatoes in here this is supposed <laughs> to be a dessert right, right. and it, I, it had to grow on me the fact that that avocado for a lot of people is a savory thing right so i actually mm -hmm. like it both ways now but yeah it's interesting what you sort of um grow up with that your taste buds are like used to and and, and accustomed to but you got to open up yourself to like those other ideas and other ways people you know enjoy food oh you know and you, you nailed it because growing up i was not a fan of of trying new foods my kids are the same way they do mm -hmm. not they won't shy they will not try different things right now mm -hmm. and it wasn't until my late 40s early 50s to where i started like i mean i'd look at lumpia and be like oh i'm not eating that what is that weird looking you know mm -hmm, oh it's mm -hmm. crazy or show pal you break open a bun and like what's that stuff stuffed in there it's crazy but i had a <laughs> <laughs> but i had a neighbor uh years ago who actually gave me a frozen bag of steamed buns. I know what they were. She says, uh -huh. here, eat these. They're really good. You just wrap it in a paper towel. You microwave it for a few seconds. And it's really good. You know, unbeknownst yeah. to me, it was show pal. I had no idea. And uh -huh. I remember that. I was like, man, that was really good. They were pork. Yeah. Was, they were like so good. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's that just, salty, sweet goodness, right? Oh, uh, it was so excellent. And now, I go anywhere. It's got to be Lofia, Chopal. Uh, I'm all <laughs> over it. Adobo, who's got chicken? Pork adobo. Let's go. Give me some rice. Yes. Oh my gosh. These are all my favorites. Absolutely. Yes. For sure. And like, I'm, what are you missing out on if you don't try these and, things? Right? Yes. And that's my point, right? You know, it's such a, it's a, and I'm fortunate to have several places close to me within an hour, you know, to get some authentic um, mm -hmm. Filipino food, you know, where that's they make awesome. it pretty good, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, That's man. Great. Right. So tell us about, let me see. Did you, did you ever finish the, um, the Jolly Bee inspired cake? Did you start that yet? No, you know what? I'm waiting for Jolly Bee <laughs> to holler at me because it's like, 
listen, like I got McDonald's, <laughs> you know, like the Jolly. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Jollibee is pretty much like the McDonald's of the Philippines. Right. And it's, there's many, many chains here in North America as well. Um, very, very popular fast food chain. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for Jollibee to holler at me. <laughs> gotcha. That, that's the hold up. Yeah, I want, I want to talk to you about that. Also. I can't wait one to of see these that. days, one of these days, maybe, maybe, right. but yeah, no, there's, I'm, it's, um, I'm pretty busy. So like to find time to just make a cake. Cause I, I want to make it is, is, a, is a bit tricky sometimes. Um, but yeah, if Jollibee, you want to, you want to collab then like, yeah, for sure. Of course. Yes. <laughs> right. And watching you make your husband's raptor cake, that was that was really impressive. Did okay. you how, how long did it take you? Like not, probably not even an hour, right? Oh, come on. What are you talking? It takes forever. Everything takes forever. <laughs> if you're judging by the speed of the, you know, the Instagram reel, <laughs> multiply yeah, that by yeah. like a thousand. Yeah, no, it's like the bake the actually, you know, to some degree the longest part of the process is baking, right? Like baking you have to bake the cake you have to wait for the cake to cool you have to make the filling you have to tort everything layer it up make it perfectly smooth and then you just have a naked cake and then you have to decorate it right so like yeah it's such a long process and in the in you know the midst of all that you're also making a huge mess so you're constantly <laughs> i'm constantly cleaning everything constantly cleaning, right? yes yeah 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 right. So it takes a really long time. I think that one maybe, I don't know, maybe start to finish like eight hours. Whoa. Seriously. Yeah, I give or take. I think uh, I'm just trying to, because some things you have to wait for it also to set. So for example, the brim, right? You mm -hmm. have to let that dry until it's hard. Otherwise it won't sit up like that, right? Like you won't. Because I wanted to, to make it look as real as possible, right? A hat doesn't oh, yeah. sit flat on the table. It's actually right. like there's gaps underneath where, you know, the brim is kind of holding itself up. So you have to, in the world of hyper-realism, right, you have to kind of think about how things are in reality as opposed to like what you're picturing, which is like a flat hat that sits flat on a table. Like you've never seen a hat that's worn that right. actually sits that way, right? Right, right. That was um that was a question I was thinking about asking you too was, you know I'm sure like on the show there were plenty of bloopers and fails and things that didn't go right, mm -hmm. so you know especially with cake because, you know if you take the cake out too early or leave it too long and then you try to wrap it, it 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 doesn't always work out correct right I mean how mm -hmm. many redos are there right with cakes I mean. Oh, you know, in real life, I try to have as few redos as possible, because obviously that's costly, not just with money, but time, like time is of the essence, right? Right. Um, I, you know, I have a family, I don't want to spend like, <laughs> I do want to spend some time with them, right? <laughs> right. Um, but on the show, in terms of bloopers, there was one uh, big mistake I made. So actually, with the, the duck cake, the one that got me into the finale, I had to redo it. That was a, oh, oh my God. Was like, again, PTSD. So I had. Um, I'm sorry to bring that back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was the duck this time. So the, I had made a, the duck. Um, I had baked the cakes, filled it um, with a coconut ganache, but it wasn't setting properly. So once, and cakes, you know, once you stack them, start to get really heavy. So if your filling isn't setting up properly, when you put that heavy cake on top, it just oozes out, right? It's not going to structurally hold itself up. 
So the ganache wasn't setting properly. I'm trying to make this duck and stacking the cakes, it starts oozing out. I don't have time to mess around with this. So I just throw that thing in the, um, the deep freeze and start again. And then the next day, so then I, I, with the new cake and the new filling, it worked out fine. Um, spoiler alert, that's the duck cake that got me into the finale um, because right. it was so con convincing. It was but very convincing, right? <laughs> <laughs> the next day, um, one of the culinary team opens the deep freeze and finds this other like <laughs> messed up duck cake. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> like, oh, 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 that's my old like messed up duck. <laughs> so yeah, there there was a, a dead duck cake carcass in one of the freezers. <laughs> a dead duck carcass. Now yes, was that exactly. duck eaten? I don't know. I don't know. I just said that just that was there. mine. I just claimed it, and then they did what they did with it. Yeah, that's great. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So the the mallard duck was um, Filipino inspired, wasn't it? That was the one where I you know put in sort of the Asian flavors inside. It was um, with the mango. Mango and uh, coconut, coconut, which is kind of like a flavor profile that you see a lot, you know, with um, mango sticky rice. Mm -hmm. um, I also put like crisp pearls in there that would kind of give you the sense of like eating like crisp rice, puffed rice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was really, really good. The judges, um, I think that one, when it came down to flavor, the judges really, really enjoyed it. That's awesome. So what is in the future for April? What is, what's the next big show? We have any, anything in the works? <laughs> um, got anything you can talk about? <laughs> Nothing I'm allowed to talk about, but yeah, no, I'm really, I think um, since being on the show, I, um, I realized how much I enjoyed that chaos. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I'm, um, seeing where I have a chance to do working on a couple of projects where um, I might be able to be back on the screen again. Um, and yeah, and just continuing to make cakes. A lot of the stuff I'm doing is, is collabs these days with different brands, mm -hmm. um, turning their products into cakes, right. um, like the Big Mac, for example. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. That's um, great. Yeah I, yeah. I love it. Please don't stop what you're doing because it's, it's so inspiring to see somebody, you know, that it's, it comes from a different country. You know, you land here, you find this passion and then you just turn it into what you're doing and, and you're, you can tell you just, you love what you do, you know? I absolutely do. Absolutely. And you can tell, and, and it shows in your work, you know, cause you, you turn a good product, you know, <laughs> and, Thank you so much. and I'm not sure about the, how the shipping would be, but God, I would love to, have you created cake for me and ship it to me here in America? <laughs> oh, you would you would not like the end result once it arrives. Right. Yeah, people ask that all the time. Can you ship a cake? But right. I can, but if you want it in one piece, that's right. another story. Yeah. Would it, it be ship well? Yeah, I wonder if it would if it would ship well with dry ice. <laughs> you know what it is? It's that it's the um, it's just like any kind of it has to stay perfectly upright all the time. And like yeah. I've never met. Uh, courier service that's willing to treat <laughs> your package right. that way you know what I mean? right. especially even if you even if it especially if it doesn't look like a cake 
Mm-hmm. You know, like even if you made like a window on the side where you could see what's inside, they're like, oh, this is a basketball. Let me just throw it. You know, it's like, no, no, no. Just it's pick a this around a little bit. Yes, right. exactly. Oh, so, it's just a pair of shoes. No problem. Exactly. <laughs> right. So you would not right. be happy with right. that result. <laughs> yeah. Any plans, um, any plans for like a brick and mortar store to where you would actually have a, 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 a shop? store, a shop? Um, yeah, it doesn't. It, not at the moment. I do work out of um, a commercial kitchen mm-hmm. now and then, and I do teach classes out of there here in Toronto. So for, for me right now, it makes sense is uh, on an as needed basis. I do have a place where I can physically like, mm-hmm. you know, produce stuff um and also uh see people and teach and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um so uh yeah i kind of have the best of both worlds right i can i can use that space as i need to rent it as needed yeah. uh, but it doesn't really make sense right now for me to have especially with the brands right because it's it's just the visual of it right no one's actually you know um i'm not serving a, that big mac cake to anyone so it doesn't really make sense to have to have a commercial space to to produce that kind of thing when it's just about filming. Oh, I'd be first in line for that Big Mac cake. Trust me. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like, well, what do you do with the cakes after you send it over here? Like, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you do with the cakes after you bake them? Do you give them away? Yeah, sometimes they get eaten. Sometimes I just kind of hold on to them and like make more silly content out of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I certainly have enough like neighbors and family and friends that are willing to take like the scraps of the <laughs> or the carcasses of the cakes that I have once they're done. Yeah, right. Sure. And it, and that was great when you did that one post about um you left over cake scraps in the freezer. Oh That's the first thing I thought it was. I bet you have a, you had tons of that stuff, don't you? I have a whole freezer for them. <laughs> I have a whole freezer, and my husband's like, "Please stop." <laughs> Please stop. Oh, that's great. Oh my yeah. gosh. So now I have two places to visit for classes. I would love to come to one of your classes. Really? And, um, you have a cake oh, decorating bug? I, I would love to try it. Absolutely. I, that oh inspired me to love to, to see something that real like that. I mean, I, you know, I never did painting before. And I did a paint class for a, a job I, I worked years ago. And I actually loved it. It did really good. Oh, and, that's so great. And you never know, right? When you try something, you never know how you're going to how are you going to be at it, right? You don't know until 100%. you try. Exactly. Yeah, you know? I feel like I, it makes me so happy when, you know, people who have never, you know, crafted or done anything like that before, give it a try and realize they love it. I feel like everyone needs um, that. Everyone needs a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And I think when you find yours, you just have this whole new part of your life and your soul that gets, you know, lit up. Um, yeah. And once you find it, you just like dive right into it. It becomes this this part of you, right? That you'll do even if you're tired. That's the thing. I had a full time job for so. This mm-hmm. is I'm only doing this full time for like a year. I was always working, um, mm-hmm. doing other jobs, and I was doing this on the side and at night. That's how much I enjoyed it. Like even though I worked a full day and I'm tired and all this stuff, you know, at the end of the day, I still find myself wanting to make time for it. So that's says something about how how much it sort of speaks to my spirit um, yeah i mean especially if you're saying those cakes take at least you know eight hours to make mm-hmm. you know when do you have time to sleep right because if you're working all right day on. and making a cake <laughs> right it's like sorry yeah. i gotta make a cake i'll see you in an hour yeah <laughs> i gotta go to yeah, work exactly now, right? no yeah. for sure there are definitely times where i've had like three hours of sleep mm-hmm. um 
you know, making something, but yeah, that's, that's my joy being a creative person. There you go. And that's why you are where you are because we know hard work and dedication, man, is what gets us there, you know? And, and that's why I, so. I just keep going, keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I love doing these interviews and, you know, the whole customer service part of my business side of what I do, you know, because I do mystery shopping as well. Mm-hmm. That's the other side of my business. And I just, I love people's stories. I love, you know, that gives me fuel to keep me going, you know, to keep me doing what I'm doing because I love what I do. I love customer service, you know? Well, then you're in the right place. If you're loving what you're doing and you're getting paid for it, then you're in the right place. Well, you love what I do. Getting paid for it, that's a whole other thing. You know, still working oh, okay, on yeah. still working on getting more money. But, you know, hey, that's that's always a thing, right? You got to start somewhere, right? You got <laughs> to start, start somewhere. somewhere. That's absolutely, all it is. right. Mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But well, come up April, here and take a K class when you can. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was going to talk about that, you know, your K class. And then um, I don't know if you heard of uh, Chef Joe Gatto. He did the show from scratch. He's from Boston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would have told him the other day, I'm going to get up there and take one of his classes because he did oh, tacos awesome. and you know, I just, it's so awesome. I would love to try to see how my hand at making food, you know, why not? Why <laughs> right? not? You might why have, you, you might be the next, uh, is it cake contestant? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but you never know, right? You, you never like know. you say, you don't know what you're good at until you try, right? Exactly. exactly. You know? I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, April, thank you so much for taking the time to give us a little bit of your background and your story. And sure. I, I love the show. Love what you did. I, like I said, sorry, Andrew, but I still think you won. Oh, that's really kind. <laughs> you should have been the so winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me for this chat. It's really fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll talk thank to you me. soon. Bye, April. Sounds good. Bye. Thank you. Bye. been listening to the QAC Team Podcast with your host, Charles Luttrell. Connect with us on the web at qacteam.com, Facebook and Instagram at qac.team. Thanks for listening.